So you guys uh, want to start the show about fish fries? Sure. Can we do this? Cool. Um, How do we do it? All right. Spencer says, welcome to Under Rocks. Yeah, there we go. Welcome to a new edition of Under Rocks. We and, did it. Uh, we, we've, been, we've been having a trend of food and, and beverages, it seems like, the past few episodes. And we're, we're continuing that here. Under Rocks has gotten delicious. It certainly has gotten delicious. And I don't know about you guys, but... Um, I've been full for a couple weeks now because we have decided the most important thing we wanted to study this time, fish fries. Fish fry. The, the fish fry. That's something that uh, seems may seem Midwestern, but I'm sure it's all over the, the country. We're going to learn a little more about that in just a moment from our guest. But uh, so just so people know, we actually sacrificed our own health mm-hmm. by going to all you can eat fish fries um, the last couple of weeks and um, you know, associated with Lent oftentimes. And uh, so we've scoured yeah. the church basements, yeah. the VFWs, the uh, we've cast a wide net, if you will. A you Knights of Columbus yeah. cast a wide net. Yeah. First pun of the day. All right, congratulations on that. Dan Libman, I'm Susan Stevens, and we'll be visiting those fish fries. We'll share our travels and our knowledge with listeners mm. coming up in the show. But we want to get some background. Let's, let's, let's get some, uh, let, let, let's talk about, uh, in fact, right on the line now. Right now? She called us. What can I say? <laughs> Cynthia Clampett. She's an, an advisory member of the Culinary culinary here we go again historians of northern illinois also an author her latest book is destination heartland with a name like that destination heartland we know go to the source for midwestern food it's already in my shopping cart in amazon yes excellent (laughs) hi cynthia greetings how are you susan i'm great i'm great thank you so much for taking the time to meet with us here absolutely love talking about food coincidence so do we yeah <laughs> almost as much as eating it let's start at the beginning I yeah mean, yeah fish fries how did how did the tradition of the midwest fish fry come to be so popular well it's one of those things where in the midwest and it's one of the reasons it really did start in the midwest um is water i mean basically you know people out west will talk about their mountains and all of that but we own water uh, we got the Mississippi River, which is one of the biggest rivers in the world. We've got the Ohio River. We've got Lake Michigan. We've got Lake Superior. We've, I mean, we've got 5% of all the fresh water on the planet. Hmm. So it's one of those things where we've got bluegill, and we've got carp, and catfish, and northern pike, and smelt, and whitefish, and salmon, and trout. And so as a result, I mean, when, you know, historically, most of the people that moved to the Midwest were were struggling, you know. The wealthy of Europe did not move to the Midwest. They were doing yeah. just fine where they were. They it stayed was, in they New York. They were doing fine where they were. So it was the poor. So it was like fish was free. You just went out and threw a line in the water, and you had fish. You had dinner that night. So fish was very popular, especially because of you think of the people that settled here. Now, of course, Wisconsin is pretty much where the fish fry had its genesis. It did spread nationwide eventually, especially once you had trains that could transport fish. But it started out someplace surrounded by water <laughs> and all all sides, and uh, it really took off during Prohibition because everybody was, you know, restaurants had to have something to sell, so they thought, well, why don't we, we've got all this fish, why don't we fry it? Because the Germans, and that's the reason why it was fried, is Germans were oh. a large part of the, what settled Wisconsin. The German presence in Wisconsin was substantial, which is why we tend to think of beer when we think of Wisconsin. Um, 
So you've got all these Germans who are accustomed to frying things. You know, what do you do with, with meat? You fry it. You have schnitzel. You have all these. So if you've got fish instead of schnitzel, and of course a lot of them were Catholics, and a lot of the other people who came were Catholics, the Italians, the Poles, and so frying the fish was just the thing to do. And then during Prohibition, it became hugely popular to go out. Um, Wisconsin, because of dairy, Wisconsin had more paved roads earlier in history than any any other state because the milk had to be picked up every single day. So the roads were all paved. So everybody was on the road driving out for dinner on a regular basis. And it became, you know, even outside Catholics, it just basically, we've got lots of fish and it's all fried and it tastes really good. And so in Wisconsin, fish fry became massively important. And not just during Lent, every single Friday. Um, my parents used to live in Wisconsin, and I'd go up there, and we'd be at the grocery store, and the boy bagging the groceries would be going, see you at fish fry tonight? Um, <laughs> even I to actually, a stranger. <laughs> yeah, I even, I even uh, I went to a conference once on Wisconsin supper clubs, and the statement was made that even if you had a Chinese restaurant, you better serve fish on Friday night. Sure. If you're in Wisconsin, because oh. it's just basically everybody in Wisconsin expects fish fry on Friday night, roast beef on Saturday night, and fish fry on Friday night, and so it it basically from there spread because what's wrong with that? You know, I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. a great idea. why not? It happens and to be so, delicious. Yeah, and uh, and of course as it spread, it it changed. Um, Wisconsin being surrounded by water, it's very easy to do fish, and inexpensive, and that's the key thing. It's inexpensive to do fish every. Friday night. Outside, you know, you get to Arizona, it gets a little tougher. Um, so it's one of those things where that became, that's when it became more related to Lent. But when people talk fish fry, they're really pretty much talking Wisconsin and northern Illinois, where you have access to fish all the time. So you said um, that, that the fish fish fries uh, or and supper clubs <clears throat> really had something to do with prohibition, or prohibition kind of spurred their growth. What's the connection there between out, well, the fish fry we went to, even though it was in a church basement, they were serving beer and wine, so there must be some connection. Well, yeah, there's a. Con- I mean, now everybody's glad they can get beer and wine, but yep. in Wisconsin, <laughs> Wisconsin, one of the reasons that prohibition really had its spread was restaurants were looking for a way because up until then a lot of people ate at home, and so the restaurants were looking for a way to make up for not having any alcohol to sell, and that's one of the reasons why even today a lot of the best fish fries are in bars. Um, so pretty much every bar, you know, you can go to a supper club, which is very posh and high-end, but you can also go to the bowling alley and get fish fry. You can go to the bars and have fish fry. Um, there's fish fry everywhere, and that really got started during Prohibition because everybody got on those paved roads that they had up there and drove out someplace every night to uh, sort of to you know enjoy their friends and to get fish fry. And fish fry was the thing that all of these places went you know, we need something to sell since we don't have beer. In fact, they say prohibition was pretty much the foundation of fast food, too, because really? what happened mm. What happened is up until prohibition, pretty much every bar, in, in especially in big cities like Chicago or uh, Milwaukee or Green Bay, served free food with your alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> and when alcohol was outlawed, they had to start charging for the food. And that's when you have things like 
classes in home economics starting because it's like, well, if we have to serve food, we have to serve food that's good because it doesn't really matter what you're eating if you're drinking enough. <laughs> For but, sure. but it's like we have to serve food. So the home economics majors in college has started back in Prohibition. Um, and so you have all of a sudden people are having to offer food and inexpensively because alcohol wasn't that expensive back then. And so you have cheap food and um, associated with bars, and then it goes up from there to it's like cheap foods from bars. And, well, Friday night, cheap food is, is fish. Well, we really owe a lot to uh, Prohibition. Yeah, I grew up in Downers Grove, and every Friday through my grade school and middle school years, the Radicky family and our next door neighbors, the Irbys. My dad and Dr. Irby were best friends, and Scotty was my age. He and I were best friends. We'd go to the fish fry at the American Legion, and we'd eat all we could eat fish. And then as kids, I'd go out and do things like, you know, late 60s games like kick the can and uh, other fun stuff like that. Well, my parents and neighbors sat and got just really schnockered. It was, it was, it was a fun time. It's nice to be back. This is bringing back all sorts of wonderful memories. And that's the familiar voice of famed WNIJ, WNIU radio host and fish fry aficionado Eric Radicky. We took a field trip to check out one of those local fish fries with him. Under Rock's friends Claire Buchanan, Jared Ortega, and Austin Cliff joined us at the Knights of Columbus Hall in DeKalb. While no one got schnackered, we all got stuffed. All right, what's best here? The best here is the walleye, in my opinion. Really? Okay, what, what do you have? Perch, cod, walleye, and shrimp's coming. Okay. Are you recording that? I am recording. Good ma'am. Okay, and your name is? Kim Williams. Well, Kim, I'm going to take what's best, your recommendation. Okay. My recommendation is the walleye. walleye. Okay, very good. And the good. shrimp is so good, but we only... You want to try a piece of the shrimp, each of you? Yeah. Sure. I think I'm just going to go with one of each, please. There you go. All right. How many do you think you served up today? I think close to 130. Ooh, wow. It's a really good night. Thank you very much. How long have you been here today working on this? Well, they, they start fixing the, sh the fish and stuff earlier in the week. They get it all ready. And then the crew comes in and they start. We came about four, I think, today, but a couple people come in a little earlier than that to get it ready, set the tables, and do all that. So wow. It's really good. Yeah. Been doing it for a long time. Okay. Personally, would you guess? <laughs> um, I've been doing it for 20, 20 years. Okay. So more than 20 years. How's that? That's very good. Yeah. Um, and then it benefits? Well, it's the Knights of Columbus, and we give back to the community. We donate to uh, people with disabilities. We help the kids. We do things like free throw shoots and stuff like that. We also support pro-life. Mm -hmm. So. Is this a probably your biggest fundraiser? Um, it's, it's maybe not the biggest, but it's a real good one. Yeah. It's, it's a kind of a short period of time. It's just for Lent, so. Yeah. So. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. Sure. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah. So you grew up with fish fries. Yes, I did. Um, I don't know why. We're not Catholic. We don't do, like, Lent stuff, but my parents and my aunt and uncles were crazy for a fish fry. So... <laughs> Every Friday during Lent, you know, oh, you want to go to the fish fry tonight? They've got one at the American Legion in Geneva. That's where we used to go. 
What's your take on this one? I like it. Okay. It's good. What'd you have? The cod. The fries are nice and crispy. I like that. The mac and cheese kind of slaps. It's good. So we just walked into a very pleasant dream, it appears. We are at the American Legion Post 312. I do believe you're right, in Maple Park. In Maple Park. Uh, hurrying to get here. Yep. And here we are in the basement with the most, a very beautiful pile of food. Uh, oh, yes. what, what do you got there? We got a bunch of different types of fish. We got catfish fried. We've got cod fried, there's baked perch, but there's also fried perch that we're waiting on a new batch of. Uh, fried smelt, which was really good. I, that was what I chowed on first, and some really nice looking onion rings here. Wow. That's a, mm, that's a good. looks good. Yeah, I demolished that already. But okay, so this is, this is all year long, right? This is a little different than a normal fish fry? I'm not sure we're going to have to get the word on that from the commander. I guess that's true, yeah. So they do have the healthy option. Baked, that yes. not, Yep, there's the baked cod. I think it was cod, right? It was perch. Oh, baked perch. Yep, not, not exactly healthy if you're having a serving of each, but... No, but you can go all baked perch with a squeeze of lemon. But look out, here's tartar sauce. Mm -hmm. Now... Dessert-wise, I mean, they, you could have a, included in the price is applesauce, which is fun. That's fine. Um, but then you also have a fundraiser, which is a bake sale. Yes. So that's where they get you with the homemade treats, and um, the proceeds go to support Maple Park Fun Fest, as I understand. Did we get any info about Maple Park Fun Fest? We'll ask the yeah, commander. Okay. Yeah. Ask the commander. That's yep. going to be the... Uh, ask the commander. Uh, my name is Chris Rebone. I'm the post commander for Maple Park American Legion Post 312. So we're the third Friday of every month, except for December. Uh, we take December off to kind of reset, take a breath. Um, so it's always just nonstop. It, it, beyond the fish fry, we do multiple events, pancake breakfast, supporting... Maple Park Little League Baseball, Lions Club has events up here, things like that. So There are a lot of ways organizations make money. Sounds like dishing up food is the, the, the winner here. You look at it at a funeral. What, what makes you feel comforted after a funeral? And in some cases, it's a good warm meal and friends and family and community around you and you have the support. Um, and that's what we offer here. Half our building was built in 1926. The other half of the building was built in 1964. Yes, we have to maintain the building, but we're all servicemen and women, and our focus goes right back to the community. We sponsored a, a class of history students to go over to Normandy and visit D-Day, and we helped raise funds for them. Our main goal is to, what we bring in has to go out. We cover costs and take care of the building when we can but it has to go back to the community. That's all we want to do. 
our house is your house. This is much your place as ours, whether you live in Maple Park or not. Just come here, enjoy. Shake a hand with someone you've never met before. You bump into them by happenstance, and you find out it's a guy you hadn't talked to in 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. And it, this is the connection that's brought you back. That's the beauty of like this town. And that's, every time we have this fish fry, that's what it represents to me. It's just the draw of just bringing folks together. Even if you never knew each other, somehow you're going to know each other before you leave. And that's, I think that's great. That's what we need. My name is Kathy Vulcaning. Kathy Vulcaning. Okay. Thanks for uh, talking to us, Kathy. And, and you have been working fish fries at St. Peter and St. Paul in Virgil, Illinois, for how long? I've been running it for 29 years. And I've so not a novice. Yeah, not a novice. It's my, not my first rodeo. Um, yeah, and I've worked it probably for 32 of that. But I've been in okay. charge for 29. So just for our listeners who've never been to a fish fry, what does one expect? Like, I'm actually, this is a confession. I'm, I'm confessing. Uh, tonight is going to be my first time. So what, what can I expect when I walk in there? Well, I mean... Depending on where you go, it can be different as far as the fish they serve. Some only do fried fish. We do both a baked and a fried because... Oh, it's heart healthy. Yeah, we try to be. I mean, because we know of one that's all fried fish, French fries, fried this, fried this, fried this. So, yeah, we've tried to make ours um, to give people options. We offer applesauce. We offer coleslaw dinner rolls, which is a variety, french fries, and baked potatoes mm. for those who, you know, don't want to be fried. And then we have a fried fish, a baked fish, green beans. So we offer a vegetable, which a lot of a lot of places, it's just the fries, the fish, and uh, coleslaw right. or baked beans. So we did, we, oh, we've done this from the beginning. We've always tried to at least offer some other healthier options for people. So how difficult is it to organize one of these things? Do you, do you start like a week before Lent or how, how long is this process? Well, for you? since I've been doing it, since I've been doing it for so long, uh, I typically contact my salesman in January to find oh. out what we've got available because especially in the last couple of years, what kind of fish available is mm, iffy. And also, my biggest thing is, how are prices? Have prices from last year gone up? Like, has the cost of butter gone up or, or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's really, bas- it's no different from running a restaurant, it sounds like. No, no, absolutely How big not. is your crew? Uh, it's all volunteers, and it can vary from night to night who volunteers. But um, basically, at least there's, it usually has to be at least 15 people here. Wow. So, and and that's yeah. cooks and people plating food. Yeah, a couple of and... a couple of guys fry cooking, and have another gentleman who watches the bake stuff. We've got, you know, because we serve to go as well as dine in. So yeah, and then there's a couple of people out on the floor cleaning tables and things like that. So it takes about a minimum of fifteen. If we can have a few more, that's better. But <laughs> you work with what you got. <laughs> So and you do it every Friday during Lent. How many Fridays does that work out to be? So that's six. We always we do not do uh, Good Friday. So we do it the six Fridays prior to Good Friday. 
So I was just going to ask you, are, th are there any, like, any, any great fish fry anecdotes, anything that's happened over the past 30 years that really stand out as wild nights or anything? Uh, well, I just remember a number of years ago, there was a very bad snowstorm, and we debated about <laughs> having it or not having it. I said, well, we've got the fish all prepared. We've got to cook it. There's nothing we can do with it. And we had people show up, but eventually I had to say to them, because it was a bad night, and we, we wanted to go home. <laughs> Yeah, I had to I had to go over to one table because they liked the price of our beer, because that's all they were drinking at that point. They were just sitting there, cans of beer piling up. I sure. Said, and I had to say to them, um, it's getting kind of late here. I said, I'm sure you all have a very nice living room to go to. <laughs> right. <laughs> Could you please do that now? Because I want to go home to my very nice living room. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a couple other ones I won't tell. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I would say that that's a pretty good sign when you have uh, somebody who wants to stay in your church and drink during a snowstorm. You must yeah, have just, a, and, you're having a pretty yeah. good party. Yeah, we're having, they're, they, were have, they were having a very good party. Um, so hang on one second. I'm not sure, sure we want to use those solids. Oh, is that, never mind, we got them. Okay. Um, and it sounds like we got a little bit of a behind the scenes look there of you setting up today's fish fry. So that's, that's, a, yeah, that's an exclusive I mean, I, for I, our. Yeah, I come in. I come in about noon and then some of the i called them my potato men um they come in and they wash all the potatoes for baking and wrapping and then i have someone else who comes in who prepare we prepare the cod and get that all set to go and then there's another couple of guys that come in and get the the fried fish you know thawed and all cleaned up and ready to go so i got a man back there now who's opening the green beans to get them ready to start heating and stuff so yeah, it starts about noon with little things on and off, and then things really start picking up about four o'clock, and then we open at five. So, oh, that's great. I, I I'll tell you, other than other than the green beans, I'm really looking forward to to trying everything tonight. So, <laughs> well, you know, what you don't like to eat your vegetables? <laughs> well, you know, I, yeah. I, not not since I was being forced to, but yeah, maybe I'll yeah. try them. Yeah. Thank you very much for being our Virgil in Virgil, Kathy. Thanks very oh, okay. much. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Now, Virgil, <clears throat> Virgil in literature is, uh, <clears throat> as you know, uh, the person who shows Dante around, the, uh, around hell and purgatory and, uh, and, and heaven. Virgil doesn't seem like a very Italian name. That's a good point. Neither is Sorry Beatrice. To yeah, it's, I mean, <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Like, uh, maybe it's pronounced Virgil. Virg, I don't know, but I don't know if you anyway. read the if you read uh, if you read the the Dante's Inferno, it's Virgil is the one who's showing Dante all, all the way around. Seems to be the hopping place to be in Virgil this evening town of 200 people, I think all 200 are here. <laughs> and then when you get done with the fish fry, you go to that Chuck's bar that we passed. Oh, is that the one bar in yeah, town here? Yeah, a quarter of a mile away from here. Dan, you've gone back for more fried I fish. I got more fried fish, and they just this is fresh fried fish. They just brought it out. I once had a friend who, she was a really picky eater, and she said her only food group was beige. <laughs> and this is kind of yeah, this is what it's looking like here beige perfect so you're definitely feeling the fried over the baked here That's yeah it's, the fried is really good i mean it's just the fry i guess but it does work see so guys are we ever going to be able to figure out like who has the best 
I, I hate to do one of those uh, you're all winners type things, but I will say I only went to one and I thought it was terrific. So I can't yeah. speak to the other two, but I, I, you know, it had it had pudding and cookies. It had green beans, which I looked at. It had fried fish, <laughs> which I had a lot of. And um, I pretended like I didn't have the baked fish, but I did try the baked fish just in the spirit of of, of uh, health. No, just everything. Like, just inquiry. Yeah. And I good. wouldn't go back to the fa- to the bake. Fish. I almost said, you fake, said fish. fake fish. fish. Fried fish is the way to go at the fish fry. That's yeah. what I'm going to say. And the, mm-hmm. the fried fish was really great. Yeah. Okay. And Spencer, you look like you agree with that. Yeah. The uh, the walleye at the Knights of Columbus was was a winner in my book. Oh, um, yeah. 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 Top notch. And then the one I'm sorry you guys didn't have, but smelt at the Maple Park VFW. They were, I love smelt. smelt they were, and they were super crunchy coated yeah where mm-hmm. you've got like as much you batter a, a as smelt of... <laughs> it's like is there a fish in there yes there is and yeah smelt is great. the perfect shape for something fried it already is because it it's got a fish stick shape yeah, it's, <laughs> and yeah, only like small a like a french fry and, it, and it's got yeah. a it's got such a appetizing name smelt <laughs> yeah uh, it, you know rhymes with delt we can do a lot with that <laughs> The poets throughout the ages have yeah. worked that rhyme. Yeah, um, but sides were good. Oh, oh my gosh, what was the big hit? Oh, the mac and cheese was a big hit, I think. Yeah, that that was at the at the Knights of Columbus. Wow. Yeah, that was incredible. But yeah, I got some applesauce too out of the whole thing. Yeah. At, uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? When you're eating nothing but fried things and one tiny piece of baked fish, you need a little applesauce. I hear you. Yeah, a little. Yeah. little sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And the good news is there's still a, a weekend of, of fish fries ahead mm-hmm. for folks if they want to check it out. And apparently, as we just learned, all year long in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. And, yeah, you know, I... Wisconsin's the place to be, it seems like. <laughs> all right. Where do you guys want to go next time? We'll figure it out. Yeah. The world's our oyster cracker. <laughs> oh, sounds like we need to do a soup show. We need, uh, if, if people have an idea. Yeah. If they want Let us, us to. Know. Yeah. Where should they, how do they reach us? They can send us an email rocks at niu.edu you can also go to wnij.org slash ask yes and what's delicious i guess that we should add that to our tagline we want to know what tastes good usually we say uh, unique uh, places or or things or people or events but i think we should add tastes to this list yeah Yeah. what's delicious what's delicious okay we're we're open to everything we're open to everything that's right let us know all right thank you listener And there was this guy in my Burmese class, after class one day, he stands up, reaches in his pocket, and he whips out a potato and just takes a hawk out of it. And he's like, potatoes are good for you, kid. Raw and it was potato? a raw potato. Yeah, it was a raw potato, man.